Good evening, everybody. My name is Jordan, and this is episode... It's episode 20! Woohoo! That's 10 times 2. 5 times 4. Yeah! 19 plus 1. We're on episode 20. Yay! Of Sodom and I. So today, I would like to go to the book of Esther. I like the story of Esther. It's like I heard about it, but today I was like, let's go to Esther. So it's a, it's also another short book in the Bible. It's only 10 chapters. It's real easy to read. And I think it has a really nice story in it. So Esther, that said 314 in my Bible, page 314. And now I'm not going to go through um, every, you know, verse or whatnot. I just want to talk about the story of Esther. And I'm going to sum it up for you guys. And then if you want to, you could go further, you know, actually read. You know, actually read the, the book. And then let me know what you think. You know, just take all the good stuff. So Esther... Mm-hmm. How's the start? Hunters, seven provinces, third year of his reign, feast. Okay, so basically there was this king, right? If you guys want to learn their names, go ahead and you know do your little your little research. So there was this king, and there was a party or a celebration going on, and he was like, everybody drink to your heart's content. You know, no, there's no limit on anyone's drinking, right? And he was like, I want to call my wife out and have her, you know, put her crown on because she's gorgeous and I want everyone to see how good she looks. So he called his wife out and he told, like, I guess, let's just say his board of, of, uh, of people who are meant to help him so they told his they told the queen hey your husband said the king said come here and do this and she refused so that basically made him in turn so mad that he divorced her it was like i'm gonna find someone to be queen that listens to me and show everybody how you're supposed to do things right Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. So they were looking for basically, or they were looking for a virgin, a young girl, young lady who was a virgin to become the next queen. And Esther, she has another name. Where is it? Drinking compelled before the king. Vashti, queen. These things. King's servant, virgins now. The Mordecai have been carried away. Her name is Hadassah. I'll give you that one for free. Her other name is Hadassah, and uh, you know what we refer to her as Esther. So Esther, uh, do her parent? Both of her parents pass away, and her, I guess, older cousin Mordecai, another free name has been like watching over her ever since her parents passed away. So all this stuff happened, you know, she was sent to the palace and then it said that there was like 
12 months of training before the king actually decided who the queen was. You know, they had, like, beauty training, like, different pampering rituals, stuff that rich people do, you know? She's she's training to be a queen. And she won the favor of, uh, I guess, one of the, the people that's around the king all the time. So they, in turn, taught her how to do everything, you know, how the king likes it. You know, she, she won his favor over everybody else who was basically, uh, let's just say auditioning to be queen. Auditioning. Because they had 12 months of practice regardless of whether or not he chose them. And uh, one day, I guess one of the king's people who was like up under him was coming out and he wanted people to like bow down and, and do all this other, you know, this extra stuff. But Mordecai, he was coming in and out of the city to, you know, check up on his little cousin and make sure everything was going right because he wanted her to get chosen. And one day, one of the kings, you know, uh, people who's right up under him, he wanted people to worship, bow down, do all this extra stuff for like, do some some like oh my gosh it's him he's here whenever he walks outside people would bow and mordecai wouldn't be doing any of that stuff mordecai's like no i'm not and that in turn made him really mad so he went to the king and was like something like i'll pay you to do this to the jews but the king didn't even know what he was like planning on doing he was like, I don't care what you do with the Jews and you don't have to pay me. Go and do as you please. So because one Jew did not uh, bow down and basically treat him like a god, uh, he put out this whole mass thing and sent it to like all the cities around them to be like on the on the 13th of the last month of the year, it's like, uh, basically everyone who's not a Jew commit mass genocide to the Jews and stuff. And then said some, said some jive that made it sound like it made sense, but didn't actually make sense. So everybody, like all the Jews were, uh, it says Mordecai, <laughs> Mordecai tore his clothes put on a, a, a sackcloth and then stood outside of like the, the king, not like his quarters or whatnot, like the royal whatever building, castle, whatever, whatnot. And uh, <laughs> whatchamacallit, like, uh, so all the maidens who were, I guess, like running, running up to be a queen, they all got servants, and the servants and stuff reported back to Esther. Oh, yeah, important part of the story. <laughs> Mordecai told Esther not to reveal uh, who she is or who she's related to to anyone. So um, only her servants, I guess at this point, know that Mordecai is her cousin and that they go and you know speak to each other because they're passing notes in between the two. And uh, Mordecai ended up telling her what happened. And she told Mordecai and I think all the Jews and all her servants, of, and including herself, don't eat or drink anything at any time for the next three days. And after that, I'll go up to him. 
And now the thing is, uh, mo- people people aren't supposed to go up to the king unless he calls them. So if they go up to him and he doesn't lean his scepter out to them, they have not won his favor and they're going to die. <laughs> and he's going to, you know, have them put to death. So she was like, all right, uh, you know, I don't want my people to be oppressed or, you know, murdered. So uh we'll fast three days all everyone all the jews in town y'all fast i'll fast we'll fast for three days and i'll go up to him after we finish fasting and if i die i die right that's hard esther was a real one for her people she said i'm I'm gonna put my my life on the line and put myself on the line and if he don't leave his scepter out to me i'm gonna die and that it is what it is. I'll die for my people. We all go go together. I'm not going to sit here and be queen. Because she, she became a queen, as we all know. As you, she went from a slave to a queen. And uh, she went and buttered up the king. Because he, he was already uh, in favor of her before she got chosen. But then, uh, yeah. Do, do, do. So where are we at? I figured I should tell these stories like I'm talking to you guys because it makes it more interesting and then you want to go in and read all the different details and stuff for yourself but she buttered up the king and the guy who uh basically sent out these letters to all the kingdoms surrounding them and everything she only chose those two right so the first time the king was like, whatever you ask, you know, it'd be half the kingdom, you know, whatever you ask, it's yours. King was head over heels. He's in love. He loves his new queen. And uh, I guess the other guy's name is like Haram, Haram, Haram. And he's like real boastful and like, ooh, we, Queen Esther, she had a, she had a feast and it was just me her and the king i'm so favored Ooh, i'm so special da 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 this why i'm the best and this why they the worst and then he started talking about mordecai and that he wanted to impale him on a, a, a what 12 foot stake 12 foot pole so he or like 15 foot pole one of the two so he had the pole set up that night and his wife told him like ah i mean just have Mordecai put on the stake and then go to the feast tomorrow. But before he before he got the chance to do that, uh, the king called to him because ah, I'm skipping a lot of the parts in the story. But you know what? Y'all go ahead and fill in the gaps. <laughs> Y'all go ahead and fill in the gaps. But Mordecai essentially did something that helped the king. And the king was like, well, have we even honored this man? And they were like, no. So the king was like, all right, get this crown, a crown that I've worn and a cape that I've worn and the horse that I've ridden before. Get that man, put him on the horse and, you know, walk around town being like, this is the king's will. Something like that. The king wanted this to happen. This is what happens when you do good for the king. So that happened on the second day. And the second time, uh, Esther... No, this was after. This was before the feast. Excuse me. So all that happened, and then he went back home to his wife and told him, like, oh, I'm so mad. 
And they're like, well, he's a Jew. You can't win against Jews. And then uh, the king summoned him to the palace because it was time for the feast. And then the king was like, whatever you want, Esther, just ask and you will get it. I will make sure it happens to you. It does not matter what it is. I will give it to you. And then Esther was like, uh, we need to get, basically, we got to get rid of the person that's trying to kill me and my people. Because then she revealed that she was a Jew and that uh, not not just yet that Mordecai was her uh, cousin, but she did say that she was a Jew and that the thing that went into place was for all the Jews everywhere to just be massacred. And the king, he didn't even he didn't even know that he gave uh, Haram the stamp of approval for that. So he was like, what? Who's in charge of that? Da, da, da. We'll have them put on a blah, blah, blah right now. And then she pointed at Haram. And he was like, oh, no. And he literally started. Uh, the king was so, he was so hot that he got up from his meal and walked outside. That's how much he loved Esther. He was like, what? <laughs> so he went outside and then Haram, knowing that, uh, knowing that the king basically about to get him, bro. Like, he's done. He fell on the couch, and it was the same couch that Esther was on, and the king walked back in, and he was like, so you're just gonna do that and then molest my wife in the same breath? And you, you know... <laughs> Bad timing for Haram, I tell you. But he, uh... He got put on the same stake. He got put on the very stake that he met for Mordecai. He got put on the very stake that he uh was that he put out and got set up for Mordecai. Because the king was like, uh-uh, he not finna do this to my new wife. And then the king uh he basically gave Mordecai Haram's position, and then the queen or Esther, Queen Esther, yeah, that is the queen. Put some respect on a dog name. She did. She saved. Uh, she saved the Jews, bro. She basically saved the Jews. This is in the Old Testament. It's before Psalms. Not even half the Bible is up yet. She saved the Jews, bro. Cause there was gonna be a mass genocide, because one person was upset at one other person's uh choices. So, yeah, there was that, and then uh, she convinced the king to send out another letter that basically, it didn't, it didn't reverse, it wasn't like, oh, we take back what we said uh, last month, it said that all the Jews had the right to basically protect themselves against anyone that tries to harm them and their families, and uh, all the people who were about to, like, take the Jews out in turn were afraid of the Jews because everyone banded up together and they couldn't, they literally could not face them. And a lot of people died by the hands of the Jews that day because a lot of them, uh, you know, a lot of them tried to attack them and take them out. So, uh, yeah, the, the king gave Mordecai Haram's position, like the ring that he had and all that, all that stuff. And happily ever after. Everything was all good after that. Or, you know, in the book of Esther, that's that's the end of chapter 10. <laughs>
so yeah, I like this. I like this book in the Bible. It uh, teaches you about perseverance, you know. And uh, another thing that we could take from the Bible is that it's not all up to God. You know, like God definitely, he is definitely there to help us. But if you don't do something yourself or if you don't get it started, he can't help you. You know, if 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 you don't do anything yourself, that's that's faith without works. Faith without works is dead. Imagine if she was like, well, I'm not going to do anything and I hope that they don't kill all the Jews or Mordecai. Uh, that that jive that jive would not have worked out. Genocide would have definitely went on, and a lot of people would have been wrongfully uh, murdered. But Esther said, "Listen, y'all got to sacrifice, and we're gonna sacrifice to make sure that this gets done." So I think that was a good thing to take from it. If you want something to get done, pray, fast, and ask God. Matter of fact, where's Where's a chapter that uh, perceived when it was done, rent his clothes, ashes, maids grieved, gave a copy of the writing, Mordecai, Esther made them. All right, there we go. Uh, verse 16. Go gather together. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to do that in, uh, let's do that in blue. Because fasting and praying is important. Verse 16 in King James Version. Go gather all the Jews that are present in uh, Shashan. And fast ye for me. And neither eat nor drink three days, night or day. I also and my maidens will fast likewise. And so will I go in unto the king, which is not according to the law. And if I perish, I perish. If I perish, I perish. Esther was a real one. She put her life on the line and it paid off. God helped her. So, transitioning from that. Mm -hmm. Today's going to be a real short one. Only 18 minutes. Or Well, that's where we're at right now. And we are on day... Day 10. Taste tap the net. Yeah, January 10th. The sound of a prayer. Mm-hmm. No use making atrocious noises when there are so many beautiful sounds in the world. Does a screeching sound of fingernails on a chalkboard send shivers up your spine? Oddly enough, God is set on edge by something far more serious. A prayer that tells God how much you don't need him. Then, what should a, a royal child's prayer sound like? Mm -hmm. Oddly enough, God is set on edge by something far more serious. A prayer that tells him how much you don't need him. Then what should a royal member's uh, prayer sound like? One day at the temple, Jesus told a story about a man who tried to impress God with his own good deeds. Jesus explained to the crowd that such a prayer does not make a hit with God. Another man, Jesus said, simply begged God to show kindness to him. A sinner. God gladly listens to that prayer. 
As God's royal child, ask him to step in and give you his goodness. Now that's a prayer that'll sound much better than fingernails on a chalkboard. Whisper of wisdom. But the tax collector stood at a distance. He would not even look up to heaven, but beat his breast and said, God, have mercy on me, a sinner. Luke chapter 18, verse 13. I think that was talking about the... I want to say that I was talking about the short man that wanted to see Jesus and he did a bunch of people wrong and Jesus called him off of a roof or from a tree and stayed at his place. And then that man, he like, he said everyone that wronged him, he returned it like fourfold. You know, he gave half of his money to the poor and, uh, you know, he just, he just, he repented. He did a lot. And that's more important than the person who thinks that they don't need God. The person who thinks that they're so holy that they're not one of God's children. What pastor say? He said, God does not have any adult children. <laughs> he don't have no adult children. We're all, we're all babies. We are all kids in God's eyes. So never act like you're more than that or that you know too much or you know enough always walk in your faith always practice it and i have to take my words too because uh hopefully in like five years i'm still just as driven for god as i am right now that's my prayer i hope that i stay close with god i don't want to i don't want to lose my my passion for him so the only way to do that is to make sure i keep it up every day so thank you guys for joining me tonight. It's kind of late, but I appreciate you. I love you. Mwah, and have a great night.